Hey everybody, welcome to another discussion episode of Flip Switch, the Bipolar and Depression Connection, brought to you by the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation now, Ryan. Yeah, exciting? Everything's going really well with it too. I yes. really like the new website. Yes, and you should come to our website. It's at bpkids.org, and you can leave a comment on our blogs on any of the episodes. We love comments. We love people to tell us what they think. BPKids.org under the flip switch. It's actually technically BPKids.org backslash flip switch. Ah. And that'll take you to the teens and 20 section there. And if you need to get a hold of us at the email, it's flip switch at BPKids.org. And Ryan, today starts one of our most exciting features that we have yeah. on flip switch. Mm-hmm. It is called the round table. Now, Ryan, you were involved in one of the roundtables a while very back. First, the first one. The first one. That's right. It was the first one. Yep. Tell tell our listeners who are now, maybe back then they were just small little babes, but yeah. to now they are old enough to hear the roundtable. They are. What is the roundtable? It's just basically a bunch of high school kids or college kids that come in and sit down sit around a table with us and we record what they uh, have to say about certain questions surrounding mood disorders. Now, what is your theory on why we do the roundtables? I think it's to break through some of the myths, some of the theory of what a mood disorder is and what it is like to deal with a mood disorder and get down to how people actually view it on a day-to-day scale and how they interact with it themselves. Right. I think more fundamentally than that even, I would say it's, look, I want to know what people think. Yeah, and we talk about all the time about what the kind of the scientists say and what the researchers say. What do people you go to school with actually think? What is high school really like? Uh, what what is a real person's life like when they deal with all this stuff? And we should point out these people, none of them that I know of have major mood disorders. Actually, I think one of them does, but I'm not gonna tell you which one. Okay, just know maybe that one I, of them I, yeah. maybe has a mood disorder. Yeah. And I think on the first one that you were involved with, one person was dealing with depression at that time. Yes. So it's a mix because in real society, you have to interact with people who don't have a mood disorder. And not only don't have one, they don't care that you have a mood disorder. Right. In fact, they would rather you get out of their way altogether. And that is our reality. So kind of the point is to find out what people know, what they think that is right, what they think that is wrong, that whole thing. I don't know. So with that in mind, let's run the first part of the 2010 college roundtable. These are all people who are in college, and I think you might recognize one of the people involved in this one as well. Welcome to the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation College Roundtable 2010. Let's go around the magic circle here and start off with you, and we will go first name and age. I'm Peter. I'm 18. I'm Melissa. I'm 20. I'm Amy Lynn. I'm 20. I'm Paul. I'm 19. I'm Terrence. I'm 18. I'm Alex. I'm 19. So we have 18 to 20 year olds. So I'm going to throw out the first question and feel free to say whatever you think. What's it like to be depressed? Awful. Well, not (laughs) not just like what, how do you feel when you're depressed, but like describe what does it actually feel like? What goes into being depressed? What is being depressed? Like a sense of giving up, like just not having to drive anymore, or just being sort of, I don't know, kind of <laughs> almost as if you failed. Or, I don't know, so uh, having to drive, feeling like you failed. Okay. Anybody else? 
Uh, I would say just like kind of losing, losing track of goals and like focusing on the negatives, like losing all track of like the positives. So losing track of goals. Okay. I think there's a sense of hopelessness too, and it's kind of physical. It's not just emotional, and it can affect how you feel physically too. Like it kind of aches, and it's or it does ache. I feel like and. It can make you just lose interest in everything else. That's all you can feel. I think it's sort of like the nihilism that comes after uh, protesting against circumstances that like victimize an individual. Like for example, like if you're racism, that's a big issue. Uh, like you get constantly tired of trying to get people to step out of the conditioning that's like perpetuated by certain racial stereotypes. And at a certain point, like there's a sense of giving up. And that in itself is like a certain portion of depression, or can lead to. Sounds a little bit like what you're saying is there's a frustration that comes from society, kind of not just society, but I say people in general. Just it's almost like you're running into a wall. Is that like you're saying running into a wall that you keep hitting over and over again, and it's you're not necessarily at fault. It's just the world won't change the way it needs to. I agree with that. I think that outside circumstances are things that your experience in your life could lead to depression, but I also feel like depression can surface on its own, like, and there isn't necessarily something that triggers it, and you could, like, in all other circumstances, your life can be fine, you know, like, there's nothing going on, but you're depressed. And I think that can lead to worse depression, because it's like, I should be feeling okay, everything should be fine, but, oh, I'm depressed, and why can't I? Let's talk about that. How do you know when you're depressed? One of the things is there's sadness and there's depression. How do you know it's not just sadness? How do you know that this has gone too far, so to speak? I mean, I guess like everyone gets sad at some point. Right. Whereas I don't feel like everyone is like clinically depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose like I guess at a point you know the sadness becomes extreme enough where you can you know call it a depression. But I mean, I don't think everybody. I mean, everyone gets sad at some point. And starts feeling down about you know what's happening you know their situation. But it goes away. Yeah, and then... it goes away, right? So so back back to the, the question then: How do you know? Well, what point do you cross that threshold and go, oh, I'm I'm in a different place now. This is not right. I guess because nobody likes feeling sad because anyway, right? Never goes away. Yeah. So at what point do you go? I'm not just sad anymore. I'm something else. Because if it starts interfering with your quality of life or encroaching on other things that you're doing mm-hmm. and it's that's the excuse and it's after a certain period of time when normally like oh I felt sad before and it's going away but it's not going away and because I'm feeling like this I can't do x y and z I feel like mm-hmm. maybe you have like suicidal thoughts so if you have suicidal thoughts you are you're depressed yeah it's more likely <laughs> I think when you reach the point where it starts to encompass your life and you, you stop looking at yourself as individual John Doe, but as, you know, depressed John Doe, um, and it starts interfering with everything that you do, yeah, I, I think that you, you've hit that threshold, gone over it. From what everybody's saying, it seems like it's leading to, like, a point of identity, and even though, like, this point will extend, like, into normally religion and sociology, like, it sounds like depression is, like, it's like a systematic breakdown of identity and then a sense of liminality when you're betwixt in between and you don't know what's right. It's a state of disorientation. And then finally you 
you were incorporated into a new identity, and that new identity is depression, or it can lead to like suicide or whatever extends beyond that. So you start. What is, the identity is? I am all I am is this this thing that is sadness and unhappiness. Is that right? Right. Like you went from your high, which is original identity, to right. your low, which is your new identity. So what what breaks down that identity then? So what what causes you to kind of reorganize un, under that principle? I guess not that there's a clear answer to that. No. Yeah, like that's very broad. Yeah. It, it can definitely depend on the situation, yeah. the circumstances. <laughs> so like if. Hmm. I don't know, uh, like this is a very mild instance. If a kid finds out that Santa Claus isn't real, <laughs> um, they will have a sense of depression and that will affect their identity. It's sort of just having an epiphany right. and realization of their actual circumstance. And right. you call everything else into question mm -hmm. after that. And then you start relating things and I guess looking at relationships um, and connections that you had before you had this new identity. and reorganizing them, I guess, and like things that you used to be able to deal with, maybe you can't now, or relationships that you used to have, you are different because of this overbearing thing. I feel like with it, oh, okay. no, go ahead. I feel like with things like the Santa Claus, for example, um, but like those are sort of things that you can, you sort of get over as you grow up. Mm -hmm. Like you sort of realize, well, yeah, Santa doesn't exist, but hopefully, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> But I mean, I think like a true like say depression is to a point where you really can't recover from like this new identity or new I guess transformation in your identity. So maybe you lose a loved one or just or something you know just traumatic happens in your life, something you just can't recover from. I guess. About when you know you crashed the death home. Yeah. How do you know you're not? I mean, everybody knows what it's unlike to be unhappy, and and kind of the reason I'm asking this is this is a consistent problem with a lot of people, which is they know that I don't feel right, but am I really? unhappy is it what's, what's wrong with me count so to speak and um, do I just need to buck up or is, do I need to do something else because ultimately what this leads to is when do I need to get help but right now we're even saying when do you know something's truly wrong and it's not just the bush lead blues I think the idea of identity is a big part of it it really depends on you know is this something that you've been feeling for three days or is this something you've been feeling like for three weeks um, after if you're pretty much in that set mood of depression for over a week that that's not exactly it's not i don't want to say normal but that's not the ordinary that's not how it should be um also the extent to what you feel depressed as they're saying when it's going into other areas of your life and it's affecting you know you just don't want to do anything you don't want to go just don't want to you want to be left alone and sort of be cut off from the world that's when there's a problem What's your first thought after hearing the 2010 first roundtable? I think, I think a lot of what they uh, they described with depression and what it feels like is pretty accurate, and they seem to have a pretty good grasp on what you know what feelings people go through and how they want to cut themselves off from the world. Yeah, I was I was impressed that they. One thing I, I quickly picked up on was that these are college kids, yeah, and they were using big, ginormous words. And I was like, "Hey, Mister Smarty Pants, why don't we slow that down?" Yeah. Um, and also, a lot of them are giving kind of. Um, this was like very early in the in, in the roundtable. They were giving kind of pat answers that you're supposed to give. And I think, as you'll see as it goes on later, they kind of drop a lot of that. They sound a lot more sure of themselves. Yeah. One thing that was interesting to me versus the 
high school roundtables of years past, they clearly know what it is to some extent. They are pretty open. It feels like this. It's these one, two, three things. Whereas the high schoolers were like, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Do you think that's because high schoolers are less honest and open about it or they just haven't experienced it? What What is it? That's a good question. I'd have to lean towards them probably not experiencing it or encountering the information or the situations and stuff. Right. And to the fact that maybe if one or two of them was struggling with it, they wouldn't want to show how much knowledge they have because of the vulnerability that we've discussed in the past. Right. I, I think high schools specifically, there's this lip service paid to, well, you should talk about these things. But then... What high schools actually like is don't you dare let anybody know that you could be weak because if you do and that's not just kind of kids bullying each other that's kind of the system they're in you're being graded against other kids and so they have this incentive not to kind of be as open about it and so maybe even in their own heads it's a little disconnected i'm, I'm not sure this is all a little bit of conjecture but i was impressed yeah and no, i was they were yeah, on they were on the right track i think yeah i think specifically one gentleman i don't know his name terrence was it Terrence? We talked about the identity issue. Identity. That was yeah. Terrence, yeah. So I thought that was a good way to describe it, too. That, that was, that was I, I found that to be odd. I was like, really? Identity. Like, he, because I understand what he's saying. He's saying that at one point you feel like that's all I am. I'm right. nothing, and I am nothing besides the person who lays in bed all day, the person who can't get up and do anything, or I'm, all I am is the bipolar kid, even. Right. If you were to flip it the other way. Well, this is going to be what this, this week's like. We're going to be rolling out one of these each day. So get ready, kids. Remember, bpkids.org, flip switch at bpkids.org. Check out our blog. Comment on this episode, even. Yeah, definitely. All right, see you tomorrow.